I'm your host, Nikki, and this is the Red Chuck Chronicles podcast, where I share tips, stories, and answer your questions on all things travel related. After traveling to 40 plus countries and counting, I can't wait to show you how simple it can be for you to travel the world. So stick around and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? How's it going? What's good, people? How's everybody doing out there? Did everybody have a good week? Did you have, you know, fun? What are you getting into? What plans do you have for the summer? Anything good? Anything popping off for you and your people, your families? Any trips coming up? I'm excited because I'm recording this episode, but when it comes out, I will be on the beach. And we all know how I love the beach. So I'm pretty excited about that. But this week I wanted to kind of, you know, hopefully, well, let me back up. Hopefully last week you enjoyed the episode where I talked to you a little bit about planning a trip. And this week I kind of want to talk to you a, a little bit about some of the myths of traveling, right? Some of those myths that are out there that people have around travel. And some of this I've talked about in different circumstances or situations, just experiences that I've had, but I wanted to dig a little bit deeper into it. So the first one that I wanted to talk about is the notion that traveling is dangerous. Now, is there danger in travel in some cases? Sometimes, but there's danger leaving your house every single day. I mean, it could be danger being in your house. Doesn't always mean you're safe either. So travel in and of itself is not dangerous. I'll say that, right? It's, you know, sometimes we may put ourselves in dangerous situations, not being aware of our surroundings, you know, really not paying attention, living carelessly and carefree um, in a in an environment that you're not really familiar with is not the best advice, I would say. So I would say, you know, when you're traveling, you want to be aware of your surroundings. You don't want to make yourself a target. You want to be mindful of where your personal belongings are, especially your passport and your money, right? Because you want to protect yourself from pickpocketers and things like that. So just being mindful of that, you want to try to not be flashy in your dress, right? You don't want to make people uh, drawn to you or, you know, really have their eye on you because they think you have something. You want to understand where where you're going and understand the customs of the country that you're going to or the place that you're going to visit. And by all means, please, if you know someone that's local or if the hotel or where you're staying or the people that you're staying with or somebody that you know from that country, if they tell you not to go to a certain area, don't go. Listen, take the advice. And I'll say it a little louder for the people in the back. If somebody who's familiar with the area tells you not to go to a certain place, don't go. Because clearly they know something that you don't know. And I don't care how advanced or savvy you might think you are, you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you might get hurt. So travel in itself is not dangerous, but there could be dangerous situations that could be avoided if you just take the proper precautions. That's one myth that I want to debunk today. Another one is that travel is easy. Yeah, it's not. In the sense that, you know, it takes planning, um, it takes time, 
It takes energy to put together a trip. Sometimes you just, you know, that might not be the part that's not the easy part, right? But because maybe you have somebody that plans it for you and you're just going, but you still have to prep, right? You have to prep for it. There is some some participation on your end, whether you're planning the entire trip or not. And then on top of that, once you get to a place, right, it could be exhausting, right? From the time it takes to get to the location, if it's somewhere that's far away or if you have to do a lot of physical activity, say you're not even, you know, doing any adventure type of activities while you're there, but it could just be simply walking. Like if you're going to a lot of museums, I know when we went to Egypt, there was a lot of walking inside the museum. When we went to see the temples, when we went, you know, to the pyramids, all of that is a lot of walking. I mean, when I went to Petra, I must've clocked at least 20 miles. I feel like in that day. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but it probably was about a good 15. So, you know, those are things that you have to take into consideration too when you're traveling, depending on your physical abilities, uh, the location that you're going to, it might not be easy physically for you to do it. Um, And so you want to take that into account. And then also just the exhaustion of being away for a long time and that whole time change and Um, adjusting to that, the jet lag, the traveling through the airport, the journey there, the journey home, right? Those are some things that you have to think about. And then if it's not just you, if it's other people, if you're waiting on people, other people's limitations and things like that. So that's another, you know, travel um, item that travel is not easy, but it can be fun. And so that's why I enjoy it. You just got to know what you're getting yourself into. So another, um, myth, travel myth that I want to kind of debunk or talk to today or this evening is really about travel being too expensive. Now I know, first of all, everything in this world is expensive right now. Let me just put that out there, at least in the US. So I say this with a understanding that this might not be everybody's situation. But when I say travel is too expensive, I mean, in terms of how you plan your trips, right? You can typically, if you're able to travel, if you have discretionary funds and you're able to put those to use to travel, then your trip doesn't have to be like, oh my God, I can't go anywhere because it's just so expensive, right? Clearly you need to look at things that fit within your budget. So whether that be budget airlines, you know, Spirit, Frontier, whatever, JetBlue, if it's domestic or even, you know, budget airlines from an international perspective, there are cheaper airlines than um, some are cheaper than others in terms of typical costs, right? And then when you're planning your trip, you want to look at things that maybe you can do for free. I've done a lot of free walking tours. Um, you can you can look those up. There's you know people who like giving tours and they just basically work off of tips. Those are some of the most informative because usually it's local people who live there, who know the the city or the town and they know you know little things that you might not get from a, a more commercialized type of tour that you're paying for. Um, and you can get, just as much benefit out of that as you can from other types of tours. You want to look at um, when you're traveling. So when you're spending money in terms of public transportation being an option for you um, as 
maybe something that you take instead of a lot of taxis. I know in some countries, even Uber is much cheaper than, you know, I mean, I don't think it's as cheap as probably public transportation, but if you don't necessarily feel safe with that, I've done Uber in many countries. I've actually taken Ubers more out of the country than I have in the US because it's just not something I do um, when I'm home. And then when I go to other places um, in the US, I'm us- I usually like have a rental car or something like that. So, but if you you know, have to compare between taxis and Ubers. Uber, the benefit of that is that you typically, you know what the cost is going to be. You don't have to worry about whether you hit traffic or not. If it, if it's, you know, a high time, the price is higher, but at least you know how much you're going to pay to get from point A to point B. Then another thing is to consider um, in terms of making your trip budget friendly um, is shared accommodations, right? That's something too, whether it be a hostel, whether it be a shared accommodation through Airbnb or some other type of, you know, home rental type of um, environment. That's something also to consider or sharing accommodations with friends. So maybe you don't get a hotel room by yourself or maybe a group of you book a house or, you know, some type of group accommodation so that you can get a better deal, things like that. If you're staying in a home that you're renting when you're out of the country or in a location, consider cooking your food. That's another way to kind of save money. Go to the grocery store, even though, again, here in the U.S., the grocery prices are astronomical right now. Um, But when all things are normal, or when they normalize, these are some ways that you can still enjoy yourself, have a good time. And and then also there's package deals out there. There's Groupon you can go through and get like airfare included flights. There's what I think it's like called Gate One. Um, that's another one that packages a lot of trips and flies from different cities. And it includes usually a, a good, a safe nice hotel and then your airfare in some cases travel zoo is another location that you could kind of look at where they kind of package it for you and it just makes it a little bit more reasonable and not so far-fetched right and not something that oh my gosh I can't go anywhere because everything is just out of control and again, I say that from a place of if you have discretionary funds or have some money saved aside that you've decided that you want to take a vacation, then you shouldn't say I can't because it's too expensive. I hope you get what I'm what I'm saying there because I know it, it just may be something that's not in your budget at all. And if that's the case, then I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about for those who have it in their budget to do some type of travel saying just a general saying that travel is just way too expensive is not true because there's ways that you can go a lot of places that you want to go. You just have to be creative in how you do it. And then finally, I want to talk about the myth that you don't need travel insurance. And I think I've plugged this quite a bit throughout my two seasons saying that, um, it's a necessity. It's not something that I often had to subscribe to earlier on, um, in my travels, but once I found out about it, I I always get it because you just never know. It's it's kind of a peace of mind thing, right? It's better to have it than to not have it and need it. It's better to 
have it and not need it, right? And there, it's not extremely expensive. It's an it's an added cost. Yeah, it's probably under a hundred dollars, depending on what type of insurance you're going to get, and especially. Um, in the days of COVID, right? If you have to cancel the trip, you everything is pretty much covered. And so you definitely want to make sure that you don't leave home without that, right? It's just as, as important because you never know what happened. If something gets stolen from you, like your phone or something while you're on travel, that might be covered. If your luggage gets lost and you need to buy clothes, that'll be covered, right? If you get stuck and you, you know, you need to get back home or your flight gets canceled and you're whatever the case may be if you get injured somehow or you fall sick right just life happens and and you could just end up getting sick and you want to make sure that you're protected while you're away because your uh domestic insurance does not cover international travel I don't think you're you're like if I'm traveling and it's not for work I'm not covered with my current health insurance over in another country so I want to make sure that I'm covered I want to make sure that I just have that and again it, it provides you with uh, peace of mind um, just something for you to have in case you need it hopefully you'll never need it but if you do you'll have it and you'll just, you know, go through the whatever paperwork and whatever you need to submit and and be protected that way. So again, you never know when you might need it or if you might need it, but it's better to have it than to, to than to need it and not have it and then be scrambling in another country, not being able to get the services that you need, not be, being able to get the care that you need because they're going to make you come out of pocket or they're just not going to provide it because you're not, you don't have the money um, and you don't want to put yourself in that situation. So make sure that you do get that. That is something that you need is, it is not a, it's not an option in my opinion. And so hopefully those were just a few uh, travel myths that you may have heard um, or maybe that you believe to be true that you were abiding by that I hopefully I shed a little bit of light on and helped you to realize that it's not really the reality of things. Um, and if you make it your reality, hopefully I've given you some pointers on how you can kind of unwind it a little bit and make sure that you really enjoy yourselves, right? And don't limit yourself because you think these things are out here and you don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to do any do certain things because, you know, you think it's too expensive or you think that it's dangerous and there are dangerous places. But again, taking proper precautions or just knowing where you're going, doing your research um, and all of these things uh, will be helpful. And then also making sure that you prepare because travel can be taxing physically and the planning can be tiring as well, jet lag and all those different things. And then finally, making sure that you have that added protection of travel insurance. So hopefully you enjoyed this evening's episode. Hopefully it was helpful. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Peace. That's it for this week's episode of the Red Chuck Chronicles podcast. If you have feedback or questions on tonight's episode or anything travel related, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Red Chuck Chronicles. But before you go, make sure you click subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss the next episode. I'm your host, Nikki, wishing you adventure and beautiful sunsets as you travel the world. Thanks for listening. See you next Thursday, same time, same place. Peace.